Welcome to The Stylist Diaries. The Stylist Diaries is your source for hair, beauty, branding, and everything in between. I'm your host, Heather DeKline, a licensed hairstylist and makeup artist in Calgary, Alberta, with a passion for sharing stories and collaboration. Now, let's take a look inside The Stylist Diaries. Welcome to The Stylist Diaries, episode 24. Today's guest is India Baldwin. India is the territory brand manager for Western Canada for Amika and Amika Pro and an animal lover. Today I sit down with India, learn a little bit more about how she got her start in her career and why she's so passionate about loving animals. I'd like to welcome India to the podcast. Hi India, how are you? Hey Heather, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm so good. Um, okay, so I've heard you've had a bit of an interesting morning. Do you want to tell <laughs> us about your morning? <laughs> So, um, I, I called my boyfriend, he leaves for work like way before me. And I, I called him when I was getting up and moving around and he like instantly FaceTimed me and showed me this little duckling that just like walked right over to him, like basically right as he arrived on his job set or job site and, um, had just been following him around like the entire time and like chirping at him. And like, he's like a little duck daddy now. Um, so I actually volunteer at a farm animal sanctuary and like picking up, um, ducklings was like, it wasn't my first time. So I kind of raced down there, um, because there was no mom to be found, you know, there was no like duckling family nearby and, um, ducks don't kind of leave their young, like behind, like as some other animals do, they, they always travel together as a family group. So we kind of had the feeling that he had lost his family or, um, I don't know, been abandoned maybe for some reason. So I went down there with a big cardboard box and picked him up and he's um, currently in my bathroom eating oats and drinking water and yeah (laughs) I know he's very sweet um yeah he's you know he's not like super small he's kind of like I don't know a toddler maybe um but like I said I I volunteer at um the Alice Sanctuary on the weekends so he might he may be a new resident there we'll we'll see how it goes Oh, well, all in a morning's work, I guess, all before 10 a.m. Yes, <laughs> no, this was at like 7 this morning, so yeah, it's been oh, Well, I'm glad we had you guys to rescue him. <laughs> I know, he found like the best possible person to like follow around his job site for the morning, so, and this was like in Martaloop, like in residential area, so it was kind of weird. Oh, crazy, what a morning. Yeah. Um, (laughs) well, to get started, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe like one fun fact about yourself? I moved here to Calgary about, I don't know, almost a year ago, like last November. Um, and then, uh, I'm originally from BC. So I grew up on a little Island off the, off the West coast called Salt Spring. Um, yeah, I grew up there. I've been in the beauty industry since like 2004, um, I worked, you know, all across Canada. Um, I moved to Europe and and worked for um, Aveda UK in London. Um, and then after that, I actually moved to Germany and lived in Berlin for three years. So my fun fact is that I, I can speak German. I'm not totally fluent, but I can get by. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually been trying to find someone to give me German lessons here because I'm like starting to lose my vocabulary a little bit. So if there's anyone listening that's a native German speaker and wants to, um, 
wants to give me some lessons, please hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, I work for Amica. So I'm the territory brand manager for Western Canada. So I look after retail and professional for Amica across Western Canada. It's, it's a super fun job, even though we're all working mostly remote right now. Normally I'd be traveling across BC all the way to Manitoba, but I'm just like, you know, building up my home base right now in Alberta. So it's, it's actually pretty fun, you know, like I never traveled around Alberta very much when I was younger. So um, it's cool to like drive around and see all the different parts of the province. We're going to the hoodoos this weekend. So I'm oh super gosh, excited about that. They're amazing. But you definitely have to watch out for snakes in the hoodoos. I learned. Oh, serious? I actually didn't know this, but we shot um, a bridal campaign up there. Oh, yeah, I remember I saw that. It was so pretty. Thank you. (laughs) And I can't remember who it was, but somebody I know had posted a video of this massive snake out in the hoodoos and just said, like, oh, be careful with your kids or whatever. So oh, no, I Maybe was bringing my tiny out. dog is like not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it should be fine because even when we went out there, um, there truly wasn't, I didn't see any snakes, but I was also like, I feel on the ground. <laughs> how did you end up getting started with Amika? So it's so funny, like how things work out. Like I mentioned, I lived in Germany for a little while and like, I loved like Berlin, you know, it's, it's an awesome, awesome city. Um, and I just like to sound very cliche, love the European way of life, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, but like things just like didn't click for me there, you know, like I couldn't find a job that I was really into. Um, it's like, it's hard making a good group of friends unless you're like hardcore partying every weekend sometimes. And, uh, it just didn't work. And as soon as I kind of like decided to like let go of that, um, and move back to Canada, everything started to fall into place really easily for me. Um, I actually saw the posting for the job uh, that I have now um, with Amika when I was still living in BC Mm -hmm. and I was kind of debating about if I should, you know, move to Victoria or, you know, kind of like think about moving somewhere else in Canada. And as things kind of like worked out, I did end up moving to Calgary and I applied for that job immediately uh, along with about 30 other jobs that I was like not as interested in. Mm-hmm. And of course it ended up being the one that I, that I ended up getting in the end. So um, okay. a lot of like very like interesting little pieces had to fall into place for it to work out. Um, and it's literally the most fun I've had working in this industry um, since, since I started to be really honest. Um, and that's since like, I guess like 2004, I think I mentioned. So, so yeah, wow. things work out the way they're supposed to sometimes. For sure. Um, and what is so special about Amika? Company culture, brand culture is so, so important, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't really find a good cultural fit. I worked for Aveda Canada for a really long time and um, it was, that was like a, that was a really great time in my life. I learned a lot. I had a lot of really great colleagues, a lot of great leaders that I learned a lot from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's hard to find that really good professional fit. And it's also hard to find a brand or a company whose culture is exactly how they say it is. Right. Um, a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> or even like just a business, you know, where you're kind of like going sure. and interviewing. And, um, you know, Amika projects this culture of, you know, Amika means friend and we're a friend to you, him, her, hairstylist, them. 
um, very inclusive, um, lighthearted, fun, dependable, um, and as cheesy as it may sound. And this is hard for me because as a Scorpio, I do not like cheesy opening up moments. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is so true to, you know, the culture is so true inwardly as it is uh, like externally or outwardly, I should say. Um, and so I, that's a really pleasant surprise for me, you know, to, for everything to kind of turn out the way you, you hope it is, is, is really nice. Everyone is super welcoming um, and fun and very inclusive. Um, we get to collaborate a lot on, you know, things like product development and, and stuff like that, still being a relatively small business. So it's just a lot of fun and um, drama free, I would say. Amazing. <laughs> Drama free is actually quite hard to find in the in the industry. Yeah, I would say. Um, so that is amazing. Um, getting into the products, I want to know what are your favorite Amika products. Well, I would say I have to say Buster Brow shampoo is the mm. best purple shampoo I've ever used. Like. I do not like having any warmth to my hair, but all my hair wants to do is go warm. Um, it's naturally warm. I wish I had the hair color I had when I was like three. That would be a dream. Um, um, so, and I actually used Buster Brass before before I even work, worked for Amika, before I even saw the job. Um, so, I, I mean, I use that weekly. I can like be at a point where I feel like my hair is like at death's door. Uh, in terms of warmth <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll use Buster Brass and it will really like really neutralize um, all that brassiness and it just works so well. Um, it makes my hair feel really good afterwards as well, especially like after your initial um, lifting process. Um, Perk Up Dry Shampoo, probably the only dry shampoo I've ever used that has um, lived up to my expectation of what a dry shampoo should do. Like, I don't know about you, Heather, but I've used like so many because I like the smell or I like the branding or I like other products from that brand. And I'm like, it's just like always so anticlimactic, you know, like you're like rubbing in a white shadow or it just like Boy. makes me feel like I need to wash my hair. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Perk Up is just does a really awesome job of actually like making me feel like I don't need to wash my hair and like giving it a bit of volume, giving it a bit of texture. Mm. I can get my hair to day three now, which is uh, quite a feat. Um, <laughs> we, have like, <laughs> we have like a couple of like little like unconventional products. Like we have Got Grit. So this is like a dry shampoo texture paste. You know, it comes in like a little pot as like a traditional texture paste would do. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also like has a dry shampoo in it. So like I literally like work it from like underneath at the root and like I then use whatever's left on my fingertips to like give my hair some texture throughout my mids to ends. It's awesome. Amazing. Um, yeah, I could go on and on, you know, but I would say those are my top three. Supernova blonde I use on a daily basis on my hair wet or dry for like moisture, shine and toning. Amazing. I actually just use the shine mask. Okay, and, and? like feel because I just actually just colored my hair red. Um, no way. So, yeah, my hair actually feels so nice, and like I felt like my hair was really lacking shine a lot when it was blonde, just because it was so damaged. 
And so now to be like red and have it shiny, just like, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> I don't, you feel that like creating shine and blonde hair is kind of a hard thing to do though. Like very difficult, especially yeah. for people who a lot of my clients are maxi blondes. Like they want to be as blonde as, as blonde as possible. possible. That's me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's definitely a really nice gem of a product that I haven't really seen in any other line. No. And for anyone that like, doesn't know what Heather's talking about, it's basically like, you can think of it as an at-home glossing treatment Mm -hmm. and it literally takes 60 seconds. We launched that in March and it's been like one of the biggest launches we've had. Like it's already like one of our top products. Like, so for that to happen in the middle of a pandemic is like really speaks to how well that product performs for sure. For sure. Um, And then definitely I want to get into asking you a little bit about the pandemic because obviously we've had such a weird year. Things have changed a lot. So how has your role shifted and what you do for work shifted because of the pandemic? No one could have expected what was going to happen. I mean, I started traveling in January with Amika when I started with them. And um, I, you know, I had heard about Corona on the news. It was still like mostly just like in like Asian Pacific countries. And I was kind of feeling a little sketched out. There was like one other person on the plane um, that I was on that had a mask on. Um, I was flying in through Minneapolis to change Minneapolis to go to, to New York where our head office is in, in Brooklyn. And um, so if you don't know, like many, the Minneapolis airport is like a huge like hub for like transfers um, and international flights. So I was feeling like a little weird. Yeah. As, as you do when people are wearing masks and kind of like acting like suspicious, you know? Um, and so we actually then like went to Mexico in March for like a family kind of like post wedding trip. And we flew back on the 14th and we're like immediately realized that we had to quarantine for two weeks and, you know, things got really weird, really fast. Yeah. Oh, things got weird really quick. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was like a constant pivot, you know, like you said, it was a constant like having to be very adaptable, like on a daily basis, like things were just consistently changing because we were looking, you know, at like our business and thinking, okay, like, how does the support that we offer need to change? Who's still open? What markets are closing? And, mm-hmm. you know, my, the, like my colleagues are predominantly all in the States. Right. And, right. you know, as we know, the States reacted a little bit slower than we did up here. So I think, you know, it was like, I'd been at home for about three weeks before everything in the States finally shut down and everyone else was like on lockdown, which felt really weird to me too. And it made me feel like really worried for some of my colleagues and also just worried in general because people just didn't really seem to take it like very seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. In terms of like state closures and things like that. So Um, I mean, obviously, immediately, it was like a working from home situation, you know, I had to quarantine for two weeks, because I'd been out of the country, we ended up getting tested, we started feeling sick, but we were totally fine. Um, And it was just a really, it, it still feels weird, but I think it's become like kind of a normal part of our life now, you know. Um, and hopefully that doesn't go on for too much longer. But to, to answer your question in a very roundabout way, we just immediately started working, obviously, on a very digital basis. So everything that I would normally do, like in person, I just we just moved to digital. So it was like a lot of like, obviously, like Zoom and team meetings and, um, you know, like 
some of the reps that I work with, you know, like we're on furlough. So it was kind of, you know, like doing more planning for like, what can we do to support once things start to reopen? Um, You know, at Amica, we moved to like a lot of like offering a lot of digital education as a lot of other brands did. Um, But I think what we all like learned was like a lot of really valuable, like critical thinking skills and, you know, problem solving and adaptability. Um, and I think in a way it, like it did kind of push forward, um, you know, a lot, like, uh, a lot of people being more comfortable with a digital way of working. Yeah. Um, you know, normally I would travel like 70% of the time, like across Canada doing like visits at Sephora and like salon visits and like teaching classes and, you know, like doing new business meetings and like all of that just became done from my home. <laughs> wow. That's so different. Like what a shift super super shift (laughs) and like I'm it's still it's still kind of that way you know like it's Mm -hmm. I'm not traveling out of province right now because I'm like not really feeling like I want to get on a plane just yet so it's still like a constant like evolution of like how how we're working now it's it's weird yeah definitely um so you spent most of your time working from home but any other fun things that you did during your quarantine time Oh gosh, um, a lot of puzzles. Nice, yeah. We <laughs> My boyfriend, uh, he works in like industrial construction, and so he was working at camp like two weeks on, one week off, and like we, I moved here, you know, to be with him, um, and also like a lot more work opportunities here than where I was in BC. Um, and so we went from like being in a long distance relationship to like living together and seeing each other like one for one week every two weeks, um, to then like being locked inside an apartment together (laughs) for 24 hours a day. (laughs) Yeah, girl, I feel yeah that like I was, um, my husband and I got married last year, so this is like all in our first year of marriage. We got crazy together for 24 hours a day in our apartment. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to have you on to talk about Amika, of course, but also to talk about community during these tough times. So it kind of gets to this transition here, but um, can you share a little bit about what community means to you? I think like having different parts of a community is really important or like different people that make different up different aspects of your community. Um, I grew up like in a really on a small island, like with like 12,000, 15,000 people. And so the friends that I've had have been my friends since like for like my whole life pretty much. And like, that's one really big part of my like community. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, I also have like my work community, you know? And so like, not to like separate these pieces of my life, but um, what I realized is by having like different like groups, I guess, kind of like form a big community around you. Um, that's what ha- kind of like I went through during this pandemic in a really weird way. I mean, I didn't like think I would like, grow and foster a community around myself during a pandemic um um, but that's what ended up happening and so I think community really means having key people like in key parts and aspects of your life um that you can really lean to and 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 really grow with or learn from Um, I didn't have that for a really really long time Um, and it wasn't really something that I knew or realized that I like wanted until it ended up happening, 
you know, like we're in the middle of a pandemic. We, with work, obviously we, we started interacting a lot with each other, like over teams and, and with Slack. And so I started kind of like growing these relationships with people at Amica that I maybe would not have had the chance to do so if I was just kind of like working regularly out in the field as I would. Right. You know, and, and so that was really special because it made me feel a lot more connected to like, like my work family in a way, or like, you know, my work people. And um, I mean, it's, it's the same if you're like working in salon, you like that kind of becomes part of your family in a way, right? Oh, definitely. I, I'm very grateful for Salon Bowie for that reason, because I haven't had such a vibrant community in a salon. It's actually the fourth salon I've worked at and it, it's been so good because of the community. And it's, and it's so important, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it's, but I think it's hard to cultivate. I think it's hard to find, like, like I said, I was really lucky to grow up in this small community and like have a really good close group of friends. But then I'm like, I moved across the world and I spent like a lot of time, like living in Europe, like kind of like trying to find that. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to do, especially as an adult to yeah, move absolutely. to a city where you like don't really know anybody and trying to like find a group of friends that you connect with on different levels. Yeah. How have you yeah. uh, connected to a new community now living in a new city? So it's, I don't, again, kind of going back to what we were talking about at the beginning and how I said like, you know, things just really clicked easily for me once I got here, like once I came back to Canada, but also once I moved to Calgary, um, uh, we went for, we went for a tour at the Alice Sanctuary where I volunteer now, um, my boyfriend and I, it's, it's an amazing place. Um, there's like over 200 animals there that are just like, you know, living out their lives, like in, in freedom and being cared for. Uh, and like that just creates kind of like a special vibe, you know, I'm sure you can imagine that. And so we went there for a tour and, um, I immediately wanted to like volunteer and, um, you know, like, I don't like, I didn't have a chance to make a lot of friends here. I moved here in the middle of winter and then I started looking for a job and then I found a job and then like, the, you know, I was traveling a lot and then quarantine happened. So, um, you know, I started volunteering there and like, kind of like instantly had this like nice group of friends, which was really nice. You know, people there are like very welcoming and, you know, everyone's, you know, just kind of there like volunteering, doing stuff for the animals. So you all kind of have like the same like-minded things um going on and and so that was like a huge piece for me because that kind of like gave me you know like like something to look forward to during the week and something to do I think um regardless of of you know like what your lifestyle is or like what you do for a living you have to find something that's like that's for yourself right now and that kind of like helps you fill your cup back up you know, because working is like, you know, takes up the majority of your time and it's probably stressful to some degree. And then the weekend comes and it's like, I don't know about you, but like, it's hard to, for me to sometimes feel motivated to like make a bunch of plans to like do something. Oh, for know? sure. Especially if you're like tired and burnt out from work. Exactly. Hmm. And so, you know, like finding this place to go to on the weekends on like every Saturday, like it just really gave me something to look forward to. And, um, and you know, it's pretty awesome getting to go and like spend the day with animals and, and kind of, 
chill with them at the end of the day and like also then I just had like this immediate group of friends so between like that community and you know building out this community of friends um like with work and you know like my boyfriend has a really huge family who's been like super welcoming um to me um I just all of a sudden felt like I had this like circle of like people around me that made me feel happy that I could like count on so what inspires you? You know, I'm really passionate about like kind of like those three pillars in my life. You know, like I'm really passionate about like animal rights and, and advocacy. Um, I'm really passionate about work. I love the beauty industry. Like um, I, I left it for a couple of years and being able to get back into it has just made me like so happy and mm -hmm. uh, excited. Um, I don't know why I just like it. I, I feel like it's a fun industry to work in. Um, you're always meeting new people. Um, and I think something that I've noticed in the last little while, it's, it's becoming more of like an open and friendly industry. I don't know if it's because of I'm working with Amika right now and that's kind of who we're attracting. But I remember when I first started working in the industry, like if you were, if you worked at that salon, like I'm not gonna be friends with you you know, or you didn't like that salon because they use those products or whatever. Like there's all that like kind of drama, right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's kind of changing a little bit. So um, so that I find that really inspiring and uplifting. Uh, what advice do you have for someone who's moving to a new city? Um, that's hard. Uh, it's, it's hard, like take it easy yeah. on yourself. It took me, you know, I moved to Toronto in like 2008 and I moved back to BC in 2010 because I had been like promoted and was getting a job back out West. And it was only at that point that I had like a really solid like group of friends, you know, I, my life had just started like really running really nicely. Um, so my advice would be to like, not be too hard on yourself. Don't, don't force yourself or put a lot of pressure on yourself to make a lot of friends really quickly. Mm -hmm. Find something that you're really passionate about besides work and maybe try to find like a group or a meetup around that thing. Because if there's anything that I've learned in the last few months, it's like spending time with like-minded people will really do a lot for like your personal well-being. Yeah. Um, and dedicate like at least like one day a week to go explore a different part of your new city. And so you can start to feel comfortable, not, not like you're like in a stranger in this, in the city that you live in. That's great advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next for Amika? Um, like I said, like we have like a really strong, um, direction that we're taking next year. Um, we've got a lot of new, exciting products in the works. I don't know how much I can give away. So okay. I don't want to get in, I don't want to get is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we've got a lot of, we're, we're a very innovative company, you know, so, um, we're, we've been reformulating our products to be like a couple of our products that are not entirely plant-based to be, um, 100% plant-based. We found a plant-based protein that uh, performs way better than, uh, keratin, um, from wool, for example. So that reformulation is going to happen in the new year and bring a lot of additions to like our repair collection for example mm -hmm. yeah. um, we've got some excited new classes that we're going to be offering on our digital platform um, and I think you know um, we're in a really really great place right now and we're just 
definitely, if you've never heard about Amika before, look us up. We were just featured on WWB as one of um, the top brands to watch. And um, yeah, I think it's just an exciting time for growth for us in general. Um, we're really blowing up uh, in, in the U.S. and it's, it's really going to start to snowball up here in Canada as well. So watch out. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> um, I'm going to kind of move into the portion where I always put that like little question box. So I get some questions from listeners as well. But before we do that, uh, where can our listeners find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, I'm at India underscore underscore Amika. And yeah, feel free to slide right into those DMs. Yeah. I love chatting with that uh, and making new friends over the internet. It's something I learned to do really well over the last few years. So <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll move into this other question um, portion. I just have a few questions here for you. What is your go-to hair product? If you live with only one. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Um, Oh, this is so hard. How do you just say one? Like, what can, do you have a go-to hair product? I feel like it's like, dry shampoo. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's dry shampoo too. I mean, it would, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to be that person and say it's a tie. It's either dry shampoo or the wizard because oh, yeah. of everything that it does. It like cuts your blow dry time. It gives you heat protection. It, you know, it moisturizes your hair, it detangles it, like, does a bazillion things. Um, so I'd have to say it's a tie between Perk Up Dry Shampoo and The Wizard, for sure. <laughs> What's your favorite <laughs> thing about Calgary so far? I didn't realize I'd be able to see the mountains all the time, or like, mm -hmm. get to Canmore in an hour, or, you know, go like for a hike in Big Hill Springs Park. Like, I thought I was moving to like, a prairie land and I was very sad about that and that has been a huge surprise pleasantly for me it is pretty beautiful here everyone's also really nice here <laughs> um okay my very last question for you is what is the best thing that has happened to you this year whew um it's a tough year but it has been a tough year um okay wow another very tough question but what a good question I'd have to just bring it back to that community and realize mm -hmm. and like having that realization one day that I felt just like really surrounded by an amazing like group of people, although made up of subgroup, but still like wide group of people um, around me and like how that just happened very like naturally and organically, you know, what better thing to tell you that you ended up in the right place. Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. <laughs> what about you? What's the best thing that's happened to you this year? Boy, it's been a tough year. I think that um, my my husband and I have really pivoted um, our focus and we had a lot planned for this year that didn't happen, but we made like a lot happen that we didn't plan for, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I think just like how how we surprisingly changed our plans and it turned out very good. Yeah. 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 I feel that. I feel you on that one for sure. <laughs> it's been interesting, but it has. We are. <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't know. I think it's, I think everything that we're all collectively gone going through has also like created a lot of like collective growth to sound very like cheesy and, and hippie. 
as my boyfriend likes to call me. Um, just because you're from the west coast of BC, from an island, doesn't yeah, mean that you're course. a hippie, everybody. Yeah, a hippie vibe. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, India. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing your knowledge and um, just talking about community. I think it was very special. Thank you for having me. This is like, I've been so looking forward to this. Um, you know, I really admire you and, um, you know, the voice and tone that you put, put through on Instagram um, about like being kind and you are, whenever I see you, I wanted to mention this because when I, a lot of the times when I see what you're posting on your stories, it's not just your work, but you're like, you're highlighting other women in the industry or, you know, like, like empowering other people. And um, in an industry that, like, like I said earlier, like used to feel very like, almost segregated in a way and very competitive um mm -hmm. it's really nice to see people moving towards being more like um community-ish if you will <laughs> yeah, no, i definitely appreciate that because i think i have found a lot like that in this industry i've experienced a lot of that competition and um people that don't want to see others succeed and i just i don't like that like i just want to break that down so much. it's so counterproductive and it's so negative you yeah. know i don't like how are you going to get what you want out of your life by putting out so much negativity like it's just not what's going to happen it it feels nice to be nice it's nice to be nice you know mm -hmm. and i think when you start lifting each other up you know like, how does that not feel good? You know, like, yeah. especially like living in like the, you know, the landscape that we're living in right now, like everyone needs a little bit of a lift up. Everyone needs to feel like they're supported or they're included. Um, and you do like such an amazing job of like bringing positivity um, through your platform to everyone. And I just want to let you know, I really appreciate that. Well, thank you, India. I really appreciate that also. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Custom Qualities Apparel. Custom Qualities was made by two girls sharing the same dream, to celebrate goodness in everyone in our local community. Custom Qualities tees come in white or tie-dye in four different sayings. So whether you're loving, empathetic, and funny, or loyal, powerful, and hardworking, Custom Qualities has a tee for you. Now available for purchase on thestylistdiaries.com or by following Custom Qualities Apparel on Instagram. Sending good vibes your way, and thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. You can find me on Instagram at heatherdk_. Until next time, sending love and light your way.